Welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host, John Curley. Good evening, everybody. It's another day, another hour. December 23rd, pre-Christmas Eve. Wow. Time is moving on, folks. It's moving on. Christmas is already upon us. And, uh, wow. Wow. I don't, I don't like Christmas. <laughs> Cost me too much money. So, but uh, tonight we got a little uh, special guest tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about attachments and haunted people. I do believe there's a difference between, you know, places that are haunted, and there are there are places that are haunted, and there are haunted people. So, you know, haunted places are associated with a place or you know, a house or something like that, but, you know, haunted people, there are people that are haunted and, and experience a lot of paranormal things throughout their whole life. And uh, tonight's guest, uh, Kim McDonough, she's going to come on with us and talk about some of her frightening experiences that she's had pretty much her entire life, um, ever since she was uh, small, I believe. Uh, Kim, are you there? I am, sir. I'm sorry. I'm not very technically inclined. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Nice to join you. Nice for uh, thanks for having us on having you on the show today. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, John. So I know you live in a haunted house now. Kim is actually one of my clients too. So I've, I've uh, investigated her house that she lives in now, and uh, we did experience some paranormal things right away as soon as we uh, started. Uh, we didn't even actually start investigating. We heard a, you know a woman's voice in the house and. Uh, Definitely wasn't you because you were standing right beside us. So, absolutely. And Carl yeah. went running upstairs, and there was no one there. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. We were like, "There's there's a woman talking," and you, we know you did have that uh, Alexa, and we unplugged all that, and we still heard uh, you know the woman talking. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah, plain as day. I hear her all the time. You ever hear any like real conversations? Like I, I know you hear conversations, but can you ever understand what she's saying? 
Um, I can understand her. Like if I do an EVP and I mean, I don't have like the best equipment, but sometimes if like I just get an inkling there in the room or something, I'll leave and, you know, just put my phone down and you can, you can hear them talking. And actually one time I was up actually on my sun porch years ago and I said, you know, if you're not talking, you can talk. What's your name? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Did it for a couple of days, and I actually got a hit. This lady, plain as day, comes back and says, Kathy. And then she said, what's your name? It was like, it, it actually freaked me out when I played it back. It was so crazy. So now we just call the lady Kathy. Let's call her Kathy. Yeah, Kathy, she, I just, for days, kept saying, you don't have to talk, you don't have to talk, but if you want to. Finally, we got a hit on it. And that's plain as day. Those were the only two things on the whole recording. So, Kathy. so how, so how far back do you remember that was like one of your first paranormal experiences? And you, you that totally freaked you out. I would have to say it was just when I was about five or six when I started becoming aware, and that's when I lived in Pittsburgh, and our house was just crazy. Like it didn't have a good feeling. It was always like a like a black blanket over everything, you know? And I just remember just hearing noises and footsteps and my brother and I, as we started to get aware of stuff, you know, of course my parents were like, well, nothing's going on. Well, we weren't stupid. But I just remember we, got a, we had a cat. And I think the scariest first thing I ever realized is I felt something come next to me on the bed, actually press on my leg, and you could feel the bed go down. And I sat up, and I went to pet it, and there was nothing there except for an indentation in the mattress. Like, oh, wow. Like, wow. You've seen actual indentation in the mattress. Oh, yeah. Like, my hand just dipped down, and I, like, flew back on my bed, took my covers, put them right over my head, and I swear I, I just stayed stiff the rest of the night. I was so scared. I think and that's probably my earliest recollection of something. Do you remember like having any kind of cold spot or anything like that? No, never. Yeah. I've, I've always heard people talk about cold spots and in investigations. I've never experienced a cold spot uh, where it's dropped dramatically. I mean, sometimes you, you're in a place and it's, you get kind of, when you get kind of freaked out a little bit, you get the goosebumps and the chills a little bit, but I don't think that's a temperature drop. I think that's just your, body reacting to something that's going on right like, you know? like stimuli or something yeah well, yeah well i will say like i thought you meant my old house and i actually i don't know if i texted you this or not but uh in the summer when we started you know that little girl was coming over i just for some reason think the three of us were like a powerhouse of energy and they loved us and we came in it was summer we're in my basement and ella the one little girl she was walking over and she's like oh my gosh, it's so cold over here. And we don't have air conditioning in the basement. So I walked over and I hit the cold spot, kind of almost to the door, if you re recollect, that goes into the garage. Yes. And it actually felt like a mist wrapping itself around my arm and traveling up. And Ella, she has like long blonde hair. It literally stood up like static. Of course, I, you know, my hair's closely done, but my arm hair stood up. And, you know, Olivia's like, 
I don't feel nothing. So she ran over to where we were, and then all her arm hairs stood up. Like, that's the only time I've ever in my whole life felt that. And it was probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me, but also, like, the coolest. Did if you? That makes sense. Did it, yeah, did it feel like, um, like, like uh, cobwebs almost? I would say my impression, if I had to describe it, would maybe be like as if a snake was slowly wrapping itself around my arm and coming up to my shoulder very delicately. Oh, it just wow. wrapped around me. And you know how I am. Like, like I said, I was scared. And like we were all like scared. But at the same time, like we're all giggling. <laughs> like we're laughing like, no way. We can't believe <laughs> this happened. Like, we thought, like, we were the coolest people on earth. And that's actually the only time I've ever felt any kind of a temperature discrepancy anywhere. Yeah, and, I've never I've never felt it. I, I've, I've felt it maybe one, one time I did in Duncannon. I was doing an investigation, and uh, Don felt this kind of staticky stuff going on with him. And uh, all of a sudden, it just felt like this cold kind of, like, cobweb kind of went on my head like a spider kind of shot a cobweb on my head and i went to brush it off but there was there was no cobweb i was like whoa i said that, that was so cool i said maybe that that that's something paranormal because there's no cobweb here but i felt this almost like a spider shot a a web Stop. on my head it was really weird maybe that's how like your body interpreted it you know what i mean yeah yeah it was really really strange um, it's cool though that's cool it's yeah. I mean, just like the show I, to, to the uh, the topic tonight, you know, like haunted people and, and attachments. Now, you, in your case, you either been, either have an attachment or you're like a haunted person, like someone with like uh, psychic kind of abilities. You know, like you're an empath or something. Well, because I have you, been you've told seen it, I'm had, an had this, You've had it happen pretty much your whole life. So, yes, sir. Has every place you lived in had activity? No, sir. Um, no? No. Um, we moved out of that house when I was 16, and we moved to a new house. Same, same like, neighborhood, but maybe, like, three miles away. And I just remember one day, and I don't know even why I said this, but I went into my mother, and I said, I feel so lonely. Because even though I was afraid of that other house, my whole life, I always just knew there was someone near me or with me or watching me and like I could feel their presence and then we get to this house and it was like just so quiet and I I actually was so used to that old feeling that I didn't know how to deal with it and I actually said to my mom like like I miss them and my mom's like you know shut your mouth don't you say that <laughs> you know, don't, don't you bring them in this house and that house was quiet until I moved out when I was about 20 and I had, like, I'd have activity, but it was more like sensing things at other places. Like, if I walked in somewhere and just feeling the mood or sensing stuff. So it wasn't really until I moved to Grantville that it all started again. Well, that that was, sounds like you're kind of like an empath, then. That's what it sounds like. I have been told that, actually. I mean, I have been told that, and I... I've looked into it and I've read stuff and, you know, I've, I've actually come to believe that. And I actually think my daughter is also like, 
that girl, I mean, you met her, you didn't really get to know her that well, but that girl like is in tune to the world. Like I, I'm actually proud of her. Like, that's awesome. Just, Cause she like, she's scared. Just like I get scared, but like, she's like embracing it. Like we're teaching each other to live with it. And I wish I would have had that growing up. Yeah. That's when I first started talking to you guys and they usually kind of scared because I think your daughter had been scratched and, you know, and I was just trying to explain to you guys that, you know, just because you get scratched doesn't mean it's something bad. Uh, you know, the movies, like I said, have depicted things like if you get scratched automatic, it's the devil, it's demonic. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to get a priest in there and bless your house and all this. That may be just the way this, this is the only way this thing can communicate with you is by scratching you or pushing you or touching you. It might not be able to say things audibly, but then some things can say things audibly. You know what I mean? You might have more than one thing in your house, you know, more more than one spirit in your house. Oh, I, I definitely believe I do. I mean, I picked up a guy also on my EVPs. Like, I definitely know there's at least two of them in here. But I do want to say thank you for saying that because after you told us, like, you kind of comforted us. And we started to relax a little and and realize they weren't here to hurt us. They just wanted attention. And it actually got, like, it was so scary, but it was more of, like, just being startled if it frightened. Instead of, like, before when, you know, we would huddle in a corner and be like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, call Dad, call Dad, you know. Yeah, and yeah. So those words actually really did help us. And I thank you for that because it really kind of changed us around. You're welcome. I, I, that's what I try to educate people with it, too, is sometimes there are things in houses, too, that are not very good. But I didn't get that when I was in your house. I know you were kind of you were kind of frightened a little bit when I first you know went there. And I was like, oh, don't don't be too alarmed. You haven't had anything really bad happen. You got scratched. I mean, but I've been scratched in investigations and, you know, it was kind of like an attention getter, actually. And actually, I got scratched in my own house with um. Someone had gave me a bracelet. This was really, it was like an, something was attached to this bracelet. Uh, oh. It was, it was like an antique bracelet. So, but it had a, like a, a medallion hanging off of it and it, it had a screw top. And when I opened it, it was someone's ashes in it. I was like, oh, oh wow. I was like, oh my God, this is someone's ashes. So I screwed it back and I called the, uh, the, the lady who gave it to me to look at it because she was having weird things happen in her house after she had got this antique bracelet so i called her i was like look wherever you got this from you need to take it back because this has someone's remains in it and uh, she's like oh my god really i was like yeah so i had to sit on the uh on the, the table in my family room and i had fell asleep on the couch and i woke up probably like three or four o'clock in the morning and uh, didn't even really think anything got up got in the shower to get ready for work and my arm was burning and I'm like, how's my arm burning from, from the soap? And I looked over and it had three scratches on my arm. I was like, what the hell? And it looked like almost like a, a cat had scratched me. And I'm oh. like, and I don't own a cat. And I'm like, and it definitely wasn't my dog. If my dog would have scratched me, I would have had some huge like welt marks because his nails are huge. Uh -huh. And uh, I'm like, how in the hell did I get three scratches on my arm? And I'm like, it has to be something attached to this bracelet. And I took that bracelet out of my house and took it back there. I said, you need to take this back where the hell you yeah. got it from because this is, there's some kind of attachment with it. 
And uh, she took it back, and she never had anything else happen after that. It was really strange. I'm, I'm like, something is definitely attached to this bracelet. And there, wow. can, and, that, and there can be attachments to objects, objects, people. Um, I mean, it's just like you, you live in the house your whole life. I mean, there's some people that live in their childhood home their entire life. Their parents pass away. They give the house to them. I mean, this is passed on from generation to generation. So, yeah, I think if someone passes away and this was their house, maybe they don't want to leave it. You know what I mean? They're still there. They don't want to leave. It's a house they grew up in. They loved in. They, you know, they had children there. And and it's nothing uh, demonic or, you know, because you hear footsteps or you hear banging or you get scratched or, I mean, the movies have really, I, I hate the movies. I like watching horror movies, but that's that's all it is is a movie. But uh, you know, a lot of paranormal investigators have based their paranormal investigations behind a movie. You know, jumping to yeah. conclusions about okay, you got scratched, two or three scratches. That's demonic. That's a sign of the mocking of the Holy Trinity. I don't know whoever came up with that crap. You know what I mean? But it's a movie. You know what I mean? Right. It's a movie. You're not. You're basing your investigation off of a movie. That's not what we do. You know, and and that's that just scares people like yourself and other clients all over the country that are experiencing this this phenomena that we really can't explain, and you can't explain it either. You're just experiencing it, and, and you know it sets its own side. It'll make people set their own psychosis of what's really going on. You know, and that can cause a lot of things to happen. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I totally believe that. Like, I'd work myself up, you know. <laughs> you know, years ago, I, you know, just would think, you know, like Satan's after me or, you know, because I based it on the only thing I knew, which was what I saw on TV. And then it just got to the point where I started like just researching on the Internet. And, I mean, you can't believe everything on the Internet. But, I mean, like, it at least gave me some food for thought that I could actually like have food for thought and think on my own instead of listening to what Hollywood's telling me. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the stuff that you've experienced now, I mean, you're not even really frightened of it anymore. Right. I mean, like I said, like it's now I'm not afraid. Like right now I'm in a basement by myself and I, I don't know if I ever told you like, when it gets dark, I used to, like, time to leave, time to leave. I'm not staying down here. Oh, my gosh, I slept down here last night. Like, whatever, whatever. I actually, I don't talk to them really, you know, or anything or involve them. But, like, there's times where they're just, like, banging on the walls behind me. And, you know, I'm watching a good, like, you know, funny Tom Hanks movie or something. And <laughs> I'll just, like, turn around and I'll be like, shut <laughs> up, you know, and 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 that. One time, I recently, actually, probably about four months ago, you know, I have a couch down here with cushions, and my daughter and I were watching movies, and we came downstairs, like, went up to get a snack, make some popcorn, whatever. We weren't even gone 10, 15 minutes. We come down. All my cushions are thrown on the floor about, like, in a 10-foot radius around the couch. Wow. And, like, my daughter's learning to live with it, but I kind of like looked at her to see what her reaction would be and how I would calm her down. Oh my gosh, is she a trooper? She just said, mom, help me put the cushions on. And then she yelled and said, it's movie night. Leave us alone. And we just put the cushions on and sat there. Like, like she's 
like she's not provoking, she's not being mean. But I told her this is our home. I mean, if they they're gonna live here, fine. But like, this is our home, and they're not gonna chase us out. And they exactly. need to know that we're not gonna be pushed around like I was the last eight years here, scared of everything that moved in this house. Yeah, so, just, I mean, like, just me talking to you gave you that confidence. And now, look, you you hardly have any activity at all, right? Yeah, it just disappeared. Yeah, because now it knows you're not afraid. You're not afraid of them, and they know that you can hear them. They know that you you know they're there. So absolutely. Now everything's calmed down, but you have seen a lot of things in the house too. Well, what's what are some of the things you've seen in the house? Um, I have um, I've seen pictures come off the wall, and I'm not the only one that saw it. And it's not like a calendar or picture usually if like you know nails loose it drops straight down like this thing flipped out like three feet and I was with my daughter and her little friend and like Ella oh my gosh she's like 10 years old she's a trooper too oh my gosh actually I told her mother because I'm so proud of the way she handles my house I'm like that's my new best friend but she saw that thing jump off there and we, we all saw it and we looked at each other like, did we really see that? And this little girl goes <laughs> running in there. She's like jumping and skipping and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, my Lord, have mercy. And um, <laughs> like, and that's actually the same day that when we were up there picking it up, that she moved over by that door and the cold spell was there. Like, it was the same day. Wow. And I'm um, like, it, it was crazy. And like, we don't get as much activity, but I was just down here tonight and like I could hear like in the shower room like tapping and just like little things, but not like pounding on the walls like I used to get. Yeah. And you you've seen the shadow figure in the house too, right? Oh no, I will say that thing scares the shit out shoot out of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was crazy. like the whole time I've been here, I've always like seen something out of the corner of my eye. And I always known there was something there watching me or peeping at me. But that one time, and I drew that picture, this thing came out of the shower room and I, something made me look. I looked over. I actually saw that thing move at least three or four feet. Like it had to have been like, it wasn't just out of the corner of my eye. And that's when I, you saw the picture. Like when I went upstairs and I was like, I am putting this on paper exactly what I saw. I mean, I even drew the bricks on my wall. Yeah, I mean, that picture like, was awesome. I was, it gave me the creeps looking at it. I was like, that is pretty creepy. That was crazy. But it wasn't like just a flicker. Like, I, that thing was so darn fast. And wow. it actually paralyzed me. I was afraid to move, but I was so scared. I knew I wanted to get out of the basement. But I was so scared. I was by myself. So I just... I don't want to say her name because I don't want her to turn on, but I said, you know, to my little magic cube, you know, drop in to the bedroom because my husband was up there. And I'm like, you have to come downstairs and get me. I'm not moving. You know, like I was like a robot. And he came down and I'm like, get me out of here. And that probably was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. It it was crazy. No arms, like no no hands, no feet, just fl- like flew off. It was off the ground. 
I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to babble, but like, like I don't know. Maybe it's just there. You didn't see any legs or anything. You just seen it was kind of like free floating. It was free. Yes, yes, and and it had like long black sleeves, and there were no hands. Wow. And no wow. legs, no nothing. It was almost like just like a black sheet sheet over something, and just wow. whizzed by. And it Did it just soft. disappear? Just disappeared. It just into the disappeared. Wow. Disappeared. And it was I'm, solid. That's great. That's just like the thing that I kind of captured on film up in Ephrata. Uh, it was solid for a brief, a brief few seconds, and then it just uh, just disappeared into nothing. It created itself from nothing, and it disappeared into nothing, which was amazing. Um, exactly what that – it sounds like that thing that went by me. Yeah, and you couldn't see through it. It was totally black. You couldn't see through it at all. And, exactly. Uh, I've seen those things probably – four times three or four times uh, twice i've seen it head on uh once it was totally awesome i'll never forget it the day i die uh i was in a haunted place and i like i've told this story a hundred times but it's just, it's just amazing you know i step out on the front porch and it's looking in the window it's looking mm -hmm. in the window of the place i was in and um i stepped on the board and i made a noise and the thing turned and looked at me but it, it had it had no face, it had no features, it was just black. I was like, oh gosh, yes. I was like, oh my god! And that thing just turned around, it took off the other way, and like, I mean, it was gone in like a second. You know, I'm like, wow, man, that was that was freaking awesome. And uh, I've seen it another time where it came through the wall mm -hmm. uh, of a of a brick building. It was in an old train station in Petersburg, Virginia. Uh, it looked like smoke at first, but then it created a form. It freaked me out. It was like gray looking, like a dark gray. Huh. And uh, I'll tell you what, I got the hell out of there with the quickness because it came at me. It came forward at me, and uh, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I bailed out of there. I was like, Psh, I'm gone. <laughs> it was like me, but I was too scared <laughs> to get up. Fat guy was gone. I turned around, <laughs> out the door. I was like, man, I don't know what the hell that is, but I'm not sticking around to find out. Exactly. Uh, oh, I mean, can can these things hurt you? Yeah, they can hurt you. They can touch you. They can move things. You know, so there is there is that worry that can it hurt you? Yeah, I mean, I would say it can hurt you. You know, they can hurt you if it's if it's negative or something. You know, exactly. Like in my old house, actually. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, no, no. I was gonna say my old house. Actually, I. Before I moved here, my old house was like only a mile away. And um, I moved in there before I met, you know, my husband and, you know, of course, had Olivia. And just I remember you contacted me when you lived there. We didn't do that investigation with you, but you did contact me. I remember you saying the place was crazy active. Oh, my gosh. It was weird. Like when I moved in there, you know, I moved in as a single woman and. I had to work like three jobs to, to support myself. So I'm gone. Like basically all I did was pay mortgage to sleep, you know, but yeah. I would come home from work and the toilet seat in the one bathroom would be up. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't, you know, I don't put this. How the hell the toilet seat up? You don't, uh, you don't pee with standing up. So. Exactly. <laughs> and like after a while, I'm like, this is crazy. And then I start thinking, well, I never changed the locks. I mean, I don't know the old family. You know, does someone have a key? Do they know I'm gone all the time? You know, it started getting weird. Yeah. And I just noticed 
strange things happening. But, like, I was kind of freaked out because that was happening. But um, I don't know. I just kind of, like, opened my mind and was like, I don't know. That's just something I do. And I just got this impression that it wasn't there to harm me. And I named him Bob. I don't know why I named him Bob. But I said, Bob, you can stay here as long as you stop doing that to the seat. And I don't ever have to see you in my life. <laughs> and, uh, well, then it just got, you know, over the years, it, it just got into more of a, it wasn't Bob, something else was there. It was like an evil presence. Really? What all I was stopped, happening? Well, like, I became afraid of my bedroom. I don't know why. And wow. I actually shut the door. And um, for like the last four years I lived there, we were, we never went in there. Cats weren't allowed, nothing. Like, you know. Did something happen to you in there? Well, when I had my baby, when I had Olivia, that's when the more sinister stuff started. And it's actually funny that. Sorry, I just heard something. I heard it too. I heard it through the. I know. I looked over to where it was. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the only one here. I'm sorry. And, uh, I heard so something they, moving over there. I heard it. Yeah, through my earphones. Okay, you guys need to be quiet. And um, so, like, I had my baby, and she slept in a bassinet next to me. And I had this dream that was so real of, and now that I think about it, it was actually the same thing that I saw fly out of the shower room, that black thing, but it was smaller. And it, the dream was so, at the time, I didn't know that, like, it was real. I thought it was a dream, and it was, but it was so real. I remember it coming down at me and I was fighting it and it, it, it sound, I don't know how to describe it, but like, just like, like you, you can't remember pain. You just know that, you know, it hurt when something happened to you, but this was kind of like that. Like, like I could remember actually holding it and gripping wow. it. I've and had a I, lot of dreams like that. And not crazy. And I took it yeah. and, and in my dream, and I smacked it against the wall, and like I could hear it, like squish. You know, I keep whatever. having this recurring dream about this black thing. Um, it took. I had it last night, actually. It's freaky as hell. Um, oh. Yeah, it's. I've had it for a long time, um, and it's 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 the same thing over and over. The same black thing, this black misty thing, and. I don't know if it's because of something that I've seen in that investigation in Ephrata, uh -huh. but uh, I'm actually going to go back to that case. That It's just weird that the lady contacted me uh, the other day and wants me to come back. And uh, I don't know. It's just this black thing that I'm always encountering in these dreams. And uh, I don't know if it's an omen or what it is, but I think I'm going to wind up encountering it uh, real soon. I, I, for some reason, that's just. Oh man! I've been dreaming about it a whole lot, and I'm just like, I don't know if it's like an omen or something, but it's, it's weird. Well, they say when you dream that is, you know, and it's like a, a dream that's really maybe not prophetic, but you know, uh, one that really carries you along. That you know. And it's, it's weird that you can remember the whole dream. Like I can remember the whole dream every time, and it's always about this black thing that's. Uh, Really aggressive. So you know, oh, so you know what I'm saying? It's like so, yeah. it was so freaking real. 
Like it's real. Well, yeah. Yeah. And like now I truly believe that maybe it really wasn't a dream because it was exactly like that thing that was in my basement, but only smaller. Yeah. And I didn't, didn't think about it till actually like maybe a couple of weeks ago. Cause my mind's always going. And I was like, and I hadn't thought about that story in years. And then I realized, Oh my gosh, it was the same thing only smaller. And yeah. so that's what, so that's what made me think. I so what else happened in that house? I know you said it was like totally nuts in that house. Oh my gosh. Like my husband works third shift and I never went in that bedroom. And one day, you know, I'm out on the other side of the house watching TV and Olivia's probably only about a year old at this time. I swear to gosh, it sounded like someone was in my room throwing all the furniture against oh one wall. It was so freaking loud. And, you know, I'm a tough chick. I am. But like, I guess it scared me more because I knew it wasn't a human being that, you yeah. know, so, and um, I called my husband, I'm like, you got to come home right now. And he's like, why? You know? And I wasn't going to say, I think there's, <laughs> there's a ghost in here Yeah. because he'd be like, Oh my gosh, I'll see you in the morning. I was like, I think there's somebody in the house. <laughs> and yeah. then he came flying home and I'm just sitting there huddled in the corner. He went in the bedroom he said, Kim, nothing has been touched. It's really? Nothing was moved? Nothing at all. I did not go in to investigate. I will not. I would never go in that room for anything. You would not get me to go in there. And But wow. he said, Kim, everything, like the bed's there, like, you know, everything's there. And then it was just crazy. So, of course, he thought, you know, Looney Tune Kim. And then um, when my daughter got a little bit older, she had an imaginary friend named Abby. And I was like, that's cool, you know, whatever. Kids do that. But it just, I don't know. I can't even explain what it is, but something just made me start watching as she was talking to her friend. Because it wasn't like a tea party. Like, this was, something just piqued my interest. I'm like, this is something more, you know. Yeah. So one, one day, my husband was sitting on the couch. And I said, Trevor, I don't think... Abby's just an imaginary friend. And I said, um, let me ask Olivia. And I was like, Olivia, where's Abby right now? You know, a little four-year-old. Like, oh, she's there, you know. Heck no. Olivia looked around that room. Her eyes tracked. You could see her actually, like, tracking. She was following it. Yeah, and she said, oh, mommy, it's right behind you. Oh, (laughs) wow. (laughs) We called my friend. We called my friend Courtney, like, Trevor, like, he didn't know how to react. We called my friend Courtney. I'm like, you need to come get the baby for the evening. And I'm like, I was brought up religious, but I'm not like super religious. But I grabbed my Bible. And let me tell you, I went in that room that day. And I was like, did, you know, our father prayer. And I was just like, in the name of Jesus Christ, could, you know, that each out of my house. Like, yeah. And, and my husband, who always thinks we're such fools, like, he, <laughs> I was like, the Bible says we must do it in numbers. And he never complained. He followed me. Like, he was like, what the heck? He even saw it. Did, he, like, did, he, did the activity increase after that? Um, oh, yeah. It got worse. Like, one time, yeah. um, my daughter, still the same age, but running down that hallway. And she, like, scooby dude, if you know what I mean. 
like she was running real fast and kind of like stopped and skid and then she backtracked, you know, and if that makes sense. And she just yeah. looked up at looked up at the ceiling and she goes, that's where the black thing lives. Oh, I like, wow. I was like, hell no. And I, <laughs> heck no, I'm wow. sorry. And uh, it just got bad. It just got worse and worse. And the final straw, I mean, there was just little things like that all the time for years. But I think the final straw was I was sleeping one night and I was facing like, I fell asleep on the couch and my back was to the open room and I got this smell of flowers. Oh, wow. And actually, I can only compare it to like a funeral home, but my impression then and still now was it was just very powerful perfume. But it just, you know, if I could compare it to, it would be the flowers in a funeral home. And then something poked me in the shoulder like three or four times, like enough that like my shoulder like rolled into the couch. Wow. And I got up, and when my husband came back the next day, I said, you have one week to find me a new home. <laughs> lo, and, lo and behold, we moved into this glorious haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> well, like so I said, that, it, could, it, could be, it could be an attachment. I mean, if, you know what I mean? That was a noise. It oh, sure was. Was that it you? It was. It was in my house. <laughs> it was I, not it me. sounded like something, a cup or something got thrown or something. Yeah, something it? fell. Something fell over in the corner. Yeah, that was loud. Yeah, <laughs> I just laughed. It must must hear me and you talking. It likes it likes the it likes the attention, you know. Probably like woohoo. Yeah, that <laughs> was pretty loud. I actually heard that through the uh, through the microphone. Oh, really? That's like yeah. a good phone. <laughs> yeah, that sucker. That sucker went boom, boom, boom. I heard it like a cup or something. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting. If you remember, my TV is. It's, and the shower room is only like what three feet away. It came from right by, right in front of the shower room. I have to say, your house was 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 active right away, and uh, we did catch things throughout the night, which was um, was different because you know you you talked about the uh, the banging on the floor, and uh, we did catch that when we were in the house. Um, oh, it, awesome! It knocked like uh, four or five times, like boom, yes. boom, 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 right by the couch. Yeah, it was, uh, it, but it sound yeah, it sounded like it was coming from, uh, from like above where the shower room was. Is that where the mm-hmm. couch is? Um, yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, that's it's it sounded like it was coming from there. That's where I had the I had a recorder and a camera set up there, and both things called the recorder called it and the camera called it. So oh, I was like, wow, wow this, is, this is really cool. I said everything she said is uh, we're catching it like we, we're hearing the bangs and uh, we're hearing the voices. We we heard right after you left, we heard a, a voice right in the uh, the living room. Carl was going out. I was in that little pantry area setting up the uh, the camera, and lo and behold, you know, I I heard the voice, but I thought it was Carl. Carl come back. He thought it was me. He goes, "What'd you say to me when I walked out?" I was like, "I didn't say. I didn't say anything." He goes, yeah, you did. You said something. I heard somebody say something. I said, no, 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 that wasn't me. <laughs> I heard that voice. I heard you respond to it, but it wasn't me. He goes, you got to be shitting me. I was like, no, no, that wasn't me, dude. That was something else. So <laughs> he was like, oh, wow, dude. Like, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we were hearing things like right away, like right when you were there with us. You know, I was, that's why I wanted to come back and uh, do it with, with you because I figured, you know, we'd do this investigating with, with you. 
we're probably going to catch a whole lot more. So I would love to, but like, just got to find the time. I mean, I'm up for it. I mean, I just like, I love my house. I'm sorry. Other people like, I got to move. I got to move. And I'm like, I just love this place. <laughs> and I'm not going anywhere. It's my home. Yeah, I mean, it's your house. There's no reason for you to leave. I don't, I don't feel anything bad there. Um, I definitely like to communicate with you, though. Mm-hmm. For sure. It, I, I was really surprised how quick it was. We didn't even get time to set anything up, and we were already hearing things. I'm like, well, well first, it was the, <laughs> first it was the Alexa thing. We're like, oh, we're going to have to disconnect that. Oh, oh my gosh, that thing freaks me out. Like, I'll just be sitting here. Not saying a word. TV won't even be on. I'll be reading a book. You know, you have to like say a code word for it to do anything. And she'll be like, I'm sorry. I did not understand that. And I'm like thinking, I didn't even freaking say anything. <laughs> like, Oh, wow. Does it, so it does have to say a code word and then it'll, it'll respond. Yeah. Well, you have to say her name and okay. she'll like turn on. Yeah. I'll just be down here quiet as can be reading. And she'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I did not understand that. I'm like, oh, now that freaks me out. No, I will say that does freak me out, but but it's more of a startled because I'm all nice and quiet and peaceful, and then all of a sudden, you know, she starts talking, you know, and it like, oh, that was startling. <laughs> That's crazy. That's totally it, crazy. It, oh yeah, and you were here that time when it was making that noise, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. And that's yes, you you did state that that we unplugged it. My girlfriend yeah. came here probably about four months ago and we just stopped down here and I was sitting on my couch and she was just looking around and stuff and she's all the way at the other end so what 20 feet away from me and she turned around and she looked at me really funny I said you know what's wrong Terry and she's like a woman just talked in my ear and I thought it was you and I just burst out laughing I'm like that's Kathy (laughs) like like but it makes me feel good that I'm validated. All these years, people have said I'm crazy, but I'm not. No, no, no. And that's the that's the thing with uh, with people that have lived in haunted houses their whole lives and they're experiencing things. Is sometimes it only happens to you, or, or or a certain member of the family, and they think they're having like psychological problems, like they're hearing voices and no one else is hearing it but you. You know, exactly. and, and you know, for a long time as an investigator. I would be on investigations and I would be plugged into my recorder. There's not a lot of people. A lot of people do it now, but they didn't do it back then. Um, I would hear these voices as I'm walking along and I'm like, hey, man, I just heard like a voice say get out. And they're like, I said, did you hear that? And they're like, no, no, I didn't hear that. I'm like, you sure? And I'm like, I thought I was going crazy. I'm like, dude, I'm hearing these voices. And then I go back into the recorder and sure enough, I'm catching them in the recorder. And so I'm like, Wow, you know, it, it, right? It's, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm definitely hearing it, and then I've really gotten good at doing uh, plugging into the recorder and hearing voices. I can hear a lot of really low, low stuff. And what's really amazing is, is I lost the hearing in my left ear when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. I can't really hear too much out of my left ear. But it increased the hearing in my right ear. I can hear a little oh, bit cool. out of the left ear. But the hearing in my right ear is so, so good now that I can pick up every little whisper if I'm plugged into the recorder. 
And, and it, it, I've catched so much stuff in investigations, and people are like, are you really, are you really hearing this stuff? I'm like, yeah, man, like I hear it. It's whispery. It's below the human hearing range, but I can hear it on the recorder. And it, it's, I love, I love it. You know, That's it's like, awesome. It, it totally gets you hooked. You know, when you get, you start being able to communicate with these things, um, it, it really, really gets you hooked. It does. We got some, we got some people in the chat. Uh, the only crazy ladies in the chat. How you doing? The only crazy lady. Big Chief Thunders in the uh, chat. Glad you guys came over. I got a special guest, uh, Kim McDonough. She's uh, she's in a uh, lives in a haunted house and have has had paranormal experiences her whole life. If you have any questions you want to ask her, please uh, put it in the chat and uh, she'll try to give you an answer. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, your house is, is freaking awesome, but I think it's definitely, you know, you've, uh, you've either had some kind of attachment or, you, or you're like an empath, you know? I think that's, I mean, I, I'm totally leaning toward the empath, just like, I'm not just saying like I read something, go, oh, that's what I am. I'm I'm very investigative. Like I have to know everything. And I really like I do believe that because I see pictures in my head and I can't describe them to other people. But like I know they're not my thoughts. I know what my thoughts are, my everyday daydreaming or whatever. And I get like these shots, like almost like a photograph in some part of my brain and I can't, it sounds so crazy, but like one time the house I grew up in, my mom, you know, I'm like 10. My mom's like, go, you know, get something out of the cupboard. And I go screaming out. I'm like, Shirley Temple's in the, in the cupboard. And she's like, what is going on? And, but I'll never forget that. It flat, it flashed in my mind, it was like a little girl with the ringlets and the dirty blonde hair. And I didn't realize till I'm older and it kept happening that I think that's how I'm getting, I wouldn't say messages, but like my feelings on them that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So the, and I just, that's how I like see things. And I, and that sounds so crazy. <laughs> it's certainly not, though. It's certainly not. <laughs> I'm so not crazy. You, you've been there. You know this is going on. But like, oh hell what, yeah. So I wouldn't say I'm psychic or anything, but I, I just think I'm more in tune into something, and I think that's why they're attracted to me. Yeah, yeah. Only... I mean, the more you're in tune with these things, the more they react to you and, and try to try to. Uh, they try to, you know respond to you and, and communicate with you, which is, is it's freaking awesome. I mean, a, a lot of people get freaked out about, oh, you're inviting, you know, your demonic things. And just like they say, the Ouija boards are demonic and things like that. I mean, look, we're doing EVP sessions in places. I mean, it's almost the same thing. People say, no, it's not. No, it's not. It is. You are opening a line of communication to whatever's in the house. When you're asking EVP questions, you're opening a line of, of communication between yourself and whatever's in this location. So right. using a Ouija board doesn't really matter because you're, you're already opening a line of communication to whatever's in the house. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The Ouija board, you're just using an, an inanimate object to, to communicate and an EVP session. It's going to respond to you vocally, you know? So 
it, it, it's almost the same purpose. You're, you're opening a line of communication. So, and, and that's what we're trying to figure out in investigations is what's in the house and, and how are you going to know what's in the house unless you try to communicate with it, right? Exactly. And our favorite thing, even my daughter, we love to use dousing rods and we've had so much success with them. And like, I don't know, we just, we've really communicated a lot over, over time with them. And we've actually like found things that we were missing by asking, like say yes, cross them, no to my shoulders. And we found things that like we've lost. Like, wow. they, they do help us. And you're, you, uh, you experience stuff in the place where you work now too, right? Oh my gosh. Ever since I started there, it's, there's always been something. You'll, you'll see a man walk down. Um, oh, they do, they do see a man in there. Oh yeah. We can hear footsteps upstairs. Um, doors shutting. I mean, bartenders leave right after their shift without finishing their work. <laughs> They're like, Nope, I'm out. and um it's actually been crazier lately and um my my friend terry and i have like over the years the evps and but i wouldn't say exactly like an evp like what's your name who are you it's more like okay there's something going on in that room i'm just gonna go put my recorder back there you know yeah leave it there and like i think one time we left it i left it back there and like, you could actually just left it on the floor and it's carpeted. It actually sounded like something was pushing the phone, and you and it just had that scraping, swishing sound of it scraping along the carpet. And then you could hear breathing in it. It was like almost like a dog was on it, going <laughs> like breathing in the microphone. It was so creepy. The only the only crazy lady in the chat room said uh, you might be a natural witch. Oh, never thought about that. I mean, I don't know. I I don't don't know know. much about that kind of stuff. I was just saying, I don't know nothing about that, but that's going to give me something to look up and investigate. Thank you, the only crazy lady. (laughs) (laughs) Give me something to look up and do. She has a a question for you, the only crazy lady. Yes, ma'am, what's your question? There we go. It says... um, does your unseen friends take things? Not in this house. The house I grew up in, yes. And they would hide them in weird places. But n- nothing here ever seems to be taken or or displaced. It's usually just me being tired and not remembering where it was <laughs> <laughs> well, what, did it, what, what did it used to take when you were ki- when you were in your other house? Did it take like things that you really liked? Yeah, like I'm gonna sound so old now, but the one thing that sticks out in my head is we were not very rich growing up. We didn't get all the good stuff, but I just remember all I wanted was a jelly watch, if you remember jellies. And um oh, yeah. my parents got me a jelly watch and it disappeared right off my wrist. I, really? Off your wrist? Yes. And it was at the top of the Christmas tree. You see how tall I am? I'm four ten. I I sure as hell did not put it on top of the Christmas tree. It was like at the top, almost like near the angel. It was just sitting on there. And everyone was like, and my whole family, you know, I'm blaming my brother, my sister, my parents. And they're like, Kim, we did not put that there. And 
they actually, to this day, like, I totally believe them, like, could, because that stuff had happened before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't the first time something disappeared. And, but I just still remember that. It was right on the Christmas tree. It was crazy. That is crazy. How the hell did it get off your wrist without you knowing it? Well, what my only thing I can really think of is like that would be pretty wild. But I'm kind of thinking, honestly, maybe it fell off. You know what I mean? In the house, and that's where they placed it, so I'd see it. That's another theory that I have. So the only crazy lady said that um, she said I have one that can move stuff. Um, Things if the object weighs less than uh, eight keys, eight keychains. Oh, hmm. oh, that sounds cool. I'm sorry. Big, big, big <laughs> Chief wished you a happy. Uh, big Chief wished you a happy holiday. Uh, oh yes, Big Chief, you have a wonderful holiday. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, oh, good. But yeah. Um, just the moving things and moving objects is is, is nuts. Like it's, I, I've seen quite a few things move. Um, not a whole lot in my in my investigating twenty years of investigating, but the things that I did see move were were freaking amazing. I was like, wow, I couldn't believe it. Like papers had flew up in the air one time, and a door opened up on its own, which I called the door opening up on its own on video. I actually posted it on, um, but I started a page called. Uh, uh, true paranormal encounters and on Facebook. Cool. And uh, I, I like, I want people to post on it so we can get them on the show talking about their paranormal experiences. Not a lot of people post on it, but I'm trying to get people to post on it so they can uh, come on the show and talk about their paranormal experiences like you. And uh, because I think it's important that people, you know, talk about these things to other people. Cause there's a lot of people out here that are really frightened of what's going on and they don't really understand it. So people like yourself talking about what's going on is going to help them, you know, help them experience, you know, say, hey, maybe this stuff isn't as scary as the TV shows uh, are, are portraying. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it took me many, 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 many years. <laughs> like, like, you got to work through it. But like, like I said, I mean, I, I still get scared, but it's more because I'm startled. Even if it was just as if a live person was around the corner going boo. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it, it just startles you. And, and just like tonight, those noises going on. And I'm just like, you know, you need to be quiet. You know, like, yeah, I don't provoke them. I'm nice to them. It's just like, you know, you need to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, not now. Yeah. Not now. That's just like the like the uh, the only crazy lady said that uh, you know it's because they've been told boogie stories their whole life so you know and now you got TV shows that that pump the boogeyman shows so everything exactly. so, if you watch Ghost Adventures you know I mean it's entertaining but it's just like everything's demonic and evil spirits or evil spirits in here I mean come on you know what I mean it's entertainment that's right. that's what they're on TV for is to entertain you is the place haunted. Probably, yeah. Is there evil spirits there? Likely not. Is there spirits there? Probably, yeah. But, you know, demonic right. things? Probably not. No, you know? no, no. I, I mean, um, it, it's just nuts that some of the paranormal teams out here now that they're 
they're basing their investigations off of this stuff and it's not good for people, you know, their clients like, like you and uh, thousands of other clients out there that are really scared. And then they go into their house and say, Oh, your house, you, your daughter got scratched. So it's demonic. So now automatically that's thinking in your mind, you have a demon in your house. You're, 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 you're building your own psychosis up to thinking now that there's a demon in the house and you're going to get hurt. Your daughter's going to get hurt. I'm going to get hurt, you know, and, right. and it just, it just creates a total, a total dysfunction, you know, and it's, it's not how it is. I mean, you get scratched. Yeah, you get scratched. Doesn't mean it's demonic, you know, like, right. I mean, if you ever look online at, demonologist things right so they have a list of of things that they go through uh three scratches sign of demonic uh activity it's the mocking of the holy trinity foul smells it's demonic uh mocking like if, if some if a spirit's mocking how you talk that's uh demonic cold spots thing. i mean these are all things that are based from a movie Right. If you ever watched them, like the movie The Exorcist, I mean, all these are all symptomatic things that happen in the movie The Exorcist, you know? They're and making it for entertainment. Of course. Demonic things sell. They they have and they always will, you know? Um, I mean, look at, like I said, look at all the Conjuring movies from the Warrens and, you know, not to say that the Warrens didn't investigate real haunted houses because they did. And they right. were uh, they were a real pioneer uh, in starting paranormal investigations and people following in their footsteps, you know, to be paranormal investigators. But that doesn't mean that everything they did was, um, you know, demonic. You know what I mean? Did they come across some really crazy haunts? Oh, hell yeah, they did. I mean, they had a lot of years of investigating paranormal things. Um but they were another one that they thought everything was a demon because, you know, she was allegedly psychic and, and things like that. But you know, I, I've been doing it for 20 years. and I've never come across anything demonic. And I have come across things that scare the hell out of you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I've, I've been frightened for quite a few times in investigations. That doesn't mean that it was demonic. I know it did it to scare the hell out of me. It did it yeah. to get me. It got me alone. And it did it to me. To let me know, hey, don't poke the bear because I can do this, you know. And right. um, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm not scared of too much, you know. Like I, I, I worked in the prison system for a long time. I was around murderers and and killers, and you know, for a lot of years. And that, that and, and you know, that's frightening in itself. Just working around murderers and killers and stuff like that. But then you go into a haunted house, and you know. In the prison, you can pretty much see what's coming at you. You know, in a, in a haunted house, you really can't see what's coming at you. So I was actually thinking that that's you know, what the this, fear is. Yeah, you can't fight what you can't see, right? Right. So, you know, and it's just like it, it. It's it just blows my mind that some of these groups like saying they can get rid of ghosts and. They get rid of demons like they're walking around with this big deal on their chest like they're super demonologists and they're going to get rid of these things. And that's not that's just not how it works. Like I've been in places and done, uh, you know, when I first started, uh, I, I was totally guilty of everything that I'm talking about. Every, I totally went by everything that the TV shows did and um, 
I was totally wrong. And uh, I, I admit that. I can always admit when I'm wrong. And right. um, I, I was a part of a lot of investigations and did blessings, ah! and oh, they God, never sorry. worked. You all right? Did you get scared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some, my cat looked down the steps around the corner at me. <laughs> I saw her. <laughs> I just saw something move next to me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were going to see something paranormal already. I was like, oh, maybe no. to talk to Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you like that. I'm oh, sorry. That, that really scared me. <laughs> that scared the heck out of me. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm cracking up. Oh, my God. Because you I always think. You scared the hell out of me. Well, because you know what? The one thing I remember you saying is like when you guys were sitting on my couch, you had a sense that something was on the steps peeking at you. Oh, something moved on the steps. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've had that happen to me. So as I'm sitting here and I actually have the corner of my eye, I see something move. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I freaking cat. Oh my oh. God. Oh, I'm going to kill her. I love her. I'm sorry, oh I God. didn't mean to get off track. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I need to bend. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, oh. I was sitting right there next to the steps, and something creaked on that, well, probably like the fourth step up. It was like, I'm like, Kroger's, that's on the steps. I'm like, yeah, it's right beside me. And I might look over, I'm like expecting to see something there. But there was nothing there, but it, it definitely uh, – yeah, definitely gotta, was something standing on the steps. I'm like, there's something on the step right there. They creaked like really loud. And we did yeah. catch it on the recording too. We did awesome. catch it on the recording. Yeah, we did that catch it. That is so cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't been to a lot of haunted houses, but I would have to say like, uh, like, like recently, like I said, things have quieted down. I do not believe they left. I'm either thinking they're waiting for something or somehow we've just all come to an agreement that we're just going to all live together, you know, and leave each other alone. But, um, I, 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 well, I do know they're still here. I do. And my, my daughter, you know, every once in a while, they, they, they make, they mimic us. Your voices. Oh yeah. Like she'll hear, she'll hear me calling, help me help. Let me in, let me in. And, I'm down in the basement. She thinks for some reason, you know, maybe I went around the house. So she'll open the front door like, oh, mom's locked out and there's no one there. Wow. But even my oh, husband. That's right. Yeah. You're my they kept running out like they heard you saying like, help me, help me or something like that, right? Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, I'm just watching a movie on the front stoop, you know, my little, my little um, stoop out there in my chair. And like they were looking at me so weird. Like, they didn't even say anything. They just had weird looks on their faces. And it wasn't until the next morning as I'm getting my daughter ready for school. She's like, do you know what happened last night? I'm like, no. She goes, dad and I were each in our bed, in in their bedrooms. And their bedrooms are, like, level with the back deck. You know what I mean? Like, you could just, like, pop in the window, like, not even have to climb up it. And from separate rooms, they both heard my voice say, help me, help me, or wow. something like that, or let me in. And that's let when, me like, in. oh, wow. Yeah, and Olivia ran out, and they, like, kind of, I mean, like, I didn't see it, but it reminds me of, like, a comedy. They, like, just 
both ran out, probably skidded together in the hallway. And they're like, that's mom. And they came to run out the door to come rescue me. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what do you guys want? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just watching a movie. <laughs> that's and they, but, but I just remember their expressions. Like, they were speechless. And they just shut the door and went back to bed. And you, I know think you know what's really oh, funny is uh, I, I've, I do, I've done a lot of investigations. I've hundreds of investigations over 20 years. And uh, probably close to 1,000, I would think, somewhere around there. Oh. But uh, we had a case up in um, Newcastle, which we're still investigating. We, we never get rid of our clients. Um, you know, I always keep – I treat my clients like they're my family. So right. if there's a problem, I'm always going to be available for them. So uh, they experience the same kind of things that you're hearing. Like they hear their family members calling them and it's not them. Same exact kind of thing. And I've heard that in investigations myself uh, and Don can attest to that. Um, we were in a house and Don came down and he goes, Hey, uh, what'd you want, man? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, hey, you just, you just said, what are you doing? He told me to come down here. I was like, nah, I don't say anything to you. He's like, you serious? It sounds just like you. I'm like, nah, man. I didn't say a word. And he was like, oh wow, man. Like that that was that was your voice. I'm like, it wasn't me. I didn't say a word, man. I've been sitting down here quiet. He goes, Oh my God, dude. That was definitely you. I'm like, no, no, no. That wasn't me. That was someone talking like me. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's like, freaky. How? how the hell do they do it? You know what I mean? I, I was just gonna say that, like, oh my gosh, like, and I would think that it would take a lot of energy, <laughs> like the. Yeah, I mean, the the funny thing is, you're 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 passed on, right? You're gone. You're dead. Mm -hmm. Your physical body's gone, which you need vocal cords to talk. Right. Your physical body's gone. So how are you producing vocalization if you haven't doesn't have, don't have vocal cords anymore? Right? That just gave me chills. By the it's hair it's the freaky. Back of my neck just stood up. That's crazy. Yeah, like your physical body's gone, but your, You're your subconscious mind is still living on. We're still living on. There's definitely something else after you die. It's not the end. There is some kind of subconscious mind that's living on, you know? And, exactly. Uh, that's that's what the crazy part about it is. They like the, the only crazy they said their uh, frequency of energy, which is right that they're using uh, somehow able to harness like uh, ambient noises and stuff. Like if you're moving around, that's why they can use the ghost box really well. Um, the ghost box is throwing off white noise and generating uh, radio waves, and they can use the ghost box to communicate. But I've noticed uh, over the years that um, yes, like. Uh, the only crazy lady said that uh, sound is like is vibration and energy, vibration which energy. I use uh, I use a, a tuning oh. fork sometimes. I'll oh. bang a tuning fork and it sends out these waves, and I'll get EVPs like that. But I also noticed that like ambient noises, like rustling of your jacket or uh, just you making noises, they can they'll talk over that. Like you'll be making your like your jacket will be going shh. And all of a sudden you hear like, get out or, or help me. Something like, you know, while you're moving around, you know, oh, you'll be like, 
cool. You'll be, you'll be listening to, to your recordings, and you'll, you'll hear you'll hear it. You'll be moving around, and you hear something go, like your jacket's moving. Help me. You're like, what was that? You go back, and you're like, dude, it says help me. Like, holy shit, it said help me. You know, you're like, oh, wow, this is so cool. You, you know, it's just, it, it's amazing stuff that you, you we can't explain. I don't think we're ever going to be able to explain it. We're getting little glimpses of of there's some something else afterwards. It's not this isn't you know you die. It's not the end. It really isn't. Exactly. Because you've experienced it, I've experienced, it, and thousands of other people are experiencing this stuff. You know, and uh, it's not. If you ask your real scientists if ghosts are real, they're going to tell you no. Right? They're going to say no, ghosts aren't real because they can't. They can't. It. They can't prove it. They got to. They have to have you know, scientific evidence of, of ghosts, which we're never going to get that because we can't contain the phenomena. You'd have to be able to contain the phenomena and test it and talk to it and, you know, run tests right. to be able to recreate how, how the hell this paranormal event happened, which we're never going to be able to, not in a million years. Right. Uh, unless there's some way we can figure it out. But I, I really don't think we're going to be able to figure it out. Not until uh, I guess we're going to be a ghost ourselves one day. So, <laughs> oh, definitely. Like I'm going to be haunting some people. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to do some disembodied voices and yeah. freak some people out. You know. Oh my gosh! I, I'm going to make my yeah. make my husband the first first victim. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's really um, evil. You're going to be demonic. <laughs> I am I'm growling them at night. But like this is for all oh, the times uh, you didn't believe me. <laughs> the Tell only me. crazy lady you uh do you want to call in the only crazy lady? You can call in if you want. Sorry, I missed your uh your call there. She wants to call in. Oh awesome. I am Let's cooking. See. Oh. Oh, she's cooking. <laughs> Oh, she had fat fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, I'm not like babbling too much for you guys. No, no, this is great. I mean, this is great. It's, people want to hear it. You know, people love hearing the stuff about about paranormal things, and that's why I like bringing uh, bringing people on. You know, and, exactly. Uh, she said she's loving this. So that's oh, great. That's thank great. you. Oh, honey, I don't know where you live, but if you ever want a vacation and have some fun, come to my place. <laughs> okay, uh, Rack, Raccoon Six is trying to call. Let's see what they what they got to say. Hello, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, pretty good. What's yeah, going I on? Stumbled across your. I just stumbled across yours. It came up as a as a uh, uh, notice. Just like it did when I when I uh, first got on with uh, Big Chief, it's just uh, something that popped up on my screen, and it's like, okay, let me take a look at this. Yeah, so, how you yeah, doing? I mean, pretty good. Yeah, good. Some you of my it. things here have just been popping in, and it's like I've never uh, watched or talked these shows because I'm I'm fairly new on on BitChute right now. Okay. But, uh, you know, so you into the, I, into I the paranormal thing. Well, yeah, um, something that's really crazy is I had an aunt or actually a great aunt as my mom's aunt. And she was a. Uh, now you call it. She was one of these people who uh, 
people went to to talk to their past uh, family members or whatever, you know. Okay. I was real young when when I, she was alive, and my mom used to tell me she used to go all over the place and yeah, like do, seances uh, or something like that. Yeah, kind of like a seance type of thing, I guess. Gotcha. She never, my, my mom never got really into what she was doing, but she just said that she used to do that stuff. And, uh, you know, she was into talking with uh, spirits. Nice. Have you ever had and any I kind of paranormal got, encounter? Well, she was kind of like, she had him when she was a kid and she just kind of grew with it as she got older. But yeah, I've had a, a few different things that, touched into the paranormal and it's pretty crazy when you start looking at it and seeing what it's about and it's like whoa wait a minute you know <laughs> yeah i think yeah. i've had one of those you know yeah it's it's freaky like i put in there yeah. earlier with a comment that um let's see let me let me pull it back here you you were talking about fear fear is nothing more than a den- dynamic way of controlling you if you have few fears you're more of an outgoing person than somebody who straddles themselves with the fears oh yeah 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 i mean i've done investigations uh i mean i've had a ton of them and i had one particular case where uh a girl was being haunted she was actually a service a service person she was in the army and uh this thing would follow her to her uh drill and stuff like she would have monthly drill and they would follow her to her drill and other soldiers were experiencing uh these paranormal events and um so she had called me in and, and we started investigating her home and it was right in harrisburg pennsylvania right in the city and uh you know we're talking to her and, uh, all, you know, we didn't hear it at the time, but when I played back my uh, video, there's a voice that comes into the recorder and it says, I'm the devil. And uh, this girl was really, really afraid of the devil. That's all she talked about. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm so afraid this thing's demonic and it's the devil. And we catch this voice saying, like, I'm the devil. And uh, it was freaky as hell. I was like wow, I've never really heard anything say that before in an investigation, like something saying it was the devil. That doesn't mean it's the devil, but uh, it was downright wanting you to know, to try to scare you, you know, that uh, yeah. could it be the devil? It's possible it could have been, but we didn't have anything really uh, demonic happening. Uh, it did. We did hear a lot of voices in the house that was trying to communicate with us and. uh it was a little freaky to hear something say I'm the devil, and uh, I've never heard that since. And I've I've been in a lot of investigations over the past twenty years. Um, I've been you know part of the Taps family, which is a part of Ghost Hunters. Um, Jason Hall started the Taps family uh, back in two thousand and and six, I believe. And uh, I've been with them ever since they've started, probably like a year after they started. And uh, it, it's been pretty amazing. I get a lot of cases through them. Uh, they're they're all over the world. Taps family is all over the world. It's not just 
United States, he, they're, they're, they're everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, uh, they, 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 they've been going on since time began, really. Yeah, we, we've, uh, the Taps family is, is, uh, we're, we're pretty big. Um, like I yeah. said, with, uh, with ghost hunters and we get a lot of cases, people watch the shows and, um, the, I've actually investigated with Jason and them and, uh, they're, they're uh, they're pretty awesome guys. The, the show, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a really good guy and, uh, the show doesn't really give justice or, you know, how much they really care about the, the clients too. Yeah. So, um, which that's you know I base my investigations off of some of the stuff that uh, that uh, you you trying to call in crazy lady? <laughs> I love her name, the only crazy lady. See, Kim, you thought you were the only crazy lady. Yeah, She's I will say you better <laughs> say her real name because I'm crazy lady too. <laughs> I was stationed at Fort Bragg, and uh, I, I was stationed there three different times, and. Uh, the first time I found out that that was a place where they had a lot of stuff that happened from the civil war on up to the present. Okay. We had uh, one place that was called long street church, which was one of the oldest churches in the United States. And it had a graveyard there. And of course we were told never to go into the, into the surrounding area. They had it kind of fenced off a bit with a big stone fence. And, I went out there a few times on my own just to, to see what was going on on it. And, uh, you know, I, I would feel energy whenever I got around some of those places. And there were several battles that were fought there on Fort Bragg during the revolution and during the, uh, uh, civil war. And you would, you would get a kind of a peaceful feeling in some of these places In other places it was kind of aggravating. So the only crazy ladies on. How you doing? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Everything going all right there where you're at? Oh yeah, just making dinner. Awesome. Awesome. So you you have some paranormal experiences over there lately? Yeah. Name a day. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Kim over there. I know. Like, yeah, every, day. every day is an adventure. Right. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to change you to the only crazy lady, and Kim's gonna be the only crazy lady junior. <laughs> yeah, right. that's my. But you know, you know, what's really sad is that my for real nickname, like everybody in my real life calls me, is crazy lady. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's better than mine. They call me the crazy cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called that, and I don't even own any cats. I don't know what's that, you know, hey. Whatever floats their boat. <laughs> so, so what um, kind of uh, crazy stuff you've had happen? Oh, I, I always have to see. I don't have, I don't have the ability to like reach out to the other side and like get a hold of like you know, Aunt Aunt Susie. You know, I I don't have, I don't know how to do that. They just kind of like wander in and out. Okay. And stuff. And uh, I feel my brother a lot around me, and I know it's him. Because it's just, yeah, it's just him. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Your brother passed on. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, he it he died doing his job, you know. The, As he said, uh, uh, if I go. Or? Yeah, he was. It, he goes, if I go, someone, some poor sap with got three kids got to stay home with their wife and kids. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he had a point, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been my experience that like most of the spirits that I I run across, I mean, I mean they really don't have like a whole lot like important to say, you know. Really, I mean it's important, but not like you know. Yeah, it's always it's like one-worders like, or something when I get them. It's like, help me. or You get a lot of help yeah. me's, but you ask, how can I help you? But you never get a response. I'm just like, and I'm, and I'm investigating a house right now in uh, Marietta, Pennsylvania, and we are getting, like, tons of activity, like hearing disembodied voices, intelligently responding to our questions. But when you ask them, like, I asked them if they were Amish, and, and the lady actually came back with kind of like a little shitty answer. It was kind of like, maybe. That, that's what she said. She said, maybe. I'm like, how do you know, how do you know if you're not Amish or not? We know there's Amish people that lived in the house. And I'm like, were you Amish? And this, this woman answered, maybe. I'm like, what the hell? I said, she's getting kind of shitty. Maybe she here. was in the life, but now that she's passed on, she's, you know, because they say when you pass on, like a lot of things unknown to you in this form, you know, in that form. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. You know, it, it's all. Sometimes it's all I, I feel like. You know? uh, sometimes I feel like here in in my house. My house was built in fifty two, and uh, sometimes I see things inside the house that I know aren't really what you would call a presence is yeah it's more of a spirit than somebody walking across the you know the floor yeah it's not like sometimes uh, residual it's actually someone walking across the floor yeah yeah you just kind of catch something out of the corner of your eye and it disappears and it's like whoa but uh there's spirits and those are like um people that have died but uh a part of them stays behind, like a ghost. Okay, yeah. And there are things yeah. out there that has never known human form. They're like uh, balls of energy. I guess yeah. the that best way to black thing. Those. Yeah, that black thing. That's yeah, I, yeah. I, you I know, was... I've seen those black things, and I don't know if they're ghosts or not. You know what I mean? They're I'm not really human. Not... I don't think yeah. they were ever human. I... I don't think they're human either. I think there's some some other kind of dimensional thing. You know, yeah. I, mean? I just don't know what the hell they are. Um, uh, well, we really don't know what what is around us. You know, I mean, everything every day comes up. Something is is new that we don't understand. Well, two hundred years ago, and we sometimes didn't know I that feel dinosaurs like, roamed the well, earth. You know, there's sometimes yeah. I feel like, like here where I'm at, I worked on some log cabins that were built a hundred years ago. And uh, it's like I've been asked to finish something somebody did. You know, it's like, you know, working on a log cabin, something like replacing a door, and it's like something's there, you can feel it, but you can't see it. And when you you finish what you're doing, when you finish what you're doing, it's kind of like an aura sets around you for a few seconds. Like, yeah, yeah, I was going to get around to that, but, I, you know, I got crushed by a cow sitting on me or some crap, you know? Yeah. Or an Indian shot me. But the, well, here you know, where I'm at, we also have things, and I've, I've talked about, are the little people. That's in the, the Crow legend. Little fevers? No, not little, little peepers. 
little people. They call them little people. They're they're. So what part of the what, what part of the country do you live in? A, I live in Montana. Montana, okay. Yeah, I'm in yeah, Washington I live right State. outside the Indian. <laughs> I, I, I live right outside the Crow Indian Reservation, and they have a place called Prior Mountain. And the legend goes that one of the kids got lost, and this bunch of little people kept this kid alive through the winter until he could get back with his people during the summer. And the people went back out there and looked for him. They found him. He was healthy and everything. And, and uh, that's always been part of their culture here. And sometimes I think, you know, that could very possibly happen. You know, because back then people only described it the way they could see it or understand it. Yeah, yeah. The Native Americans are really in tune with... Um... Uh, everything, like everything, the yeah, whole earth, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like nature, and I mean that's why they well, took um, they took peyote and stuff to to uh, to open their mind and and get into the spirit world. So not just that, not just that, but also the fact that they were grounded. Yeah, they walked around in moccasins until we told them they had to wear shoes. Yeah, uh, up know, where I we mean, live. Um, they, there was a lot of uh, Susquehannock Indians and uh, uh-huh. Native Americans, and they they haunt the woods of like Dauphin County. And we actually just got a case uh, yesterday, and uh, but I've investigated a couple of houses in these uh, this wooded area in Dauphin County, PA, and uh, they all experience uh, Native American hauntings um, in these woods, uh, banging on the doors, and we've heard like uh, Native American speech. Um, which is totally amazing. I, I I heard a female voice say Shasta, and we didn't. I didn't know what the hell that meant. I was like, "What is Shasta?" And we looked it up, and it's in a it's a Native American word. And I'm like, "Wow, dude! Like this is this is Native American, man! Like you know, and it's a huge Native American uh, presence that was there. And, uh, and it's it's pretty amazing that they hear that all these years later, you know." Mr. John, not to interrupt, but like, where are these woods at in Dauphin County? Uh, off of, um, dang it, what's the name of that road? Um, hold on, let me look. Moonshine. It is off of, I mean, that's not it. Ellendale Road. Ellendale Road in Dauphin. Oh, up in Dauphin near, near, um, Halifax. Yeah, and All Halifax right, right. is really old. Uh, that's where I used to live, writing it down on my calendar. I'm going, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking haunted. I mean, there's no road. It's a dirt road back there. It's all these houses in the woods. I've invested so like cool. two houses back there in each of them, which was really cool. One I did, I was just telling my uh, case manager, Tom, I said, look, man, this case I did, it's like a log cabin, an old log cabin house. And uh, the the owner owned a wolf, a black Ooh. wolf. He owned a freaking wolf, and uh, it did. The wolf had died, and uh, you know I had my investigators in there. We were investigating, and one of my investigators jumps up. Now I didn't tell the investigators anything that the clients told me. I never do, uh, hardly. And uh, he jumps up and he's like, "Dude," I was like, "What?" He goes, "Something." 
freaking rubbed up against my leg like a big dog, man. I'm oh. like, really? He goes, yeah, man. It, it, was, it was really big, man. Like something brushed up against my leg really like, heavy. And I was like, they owned a wolf. He goes, are you kidding me? I was like, nah, man. They owned a freaking wolf. I said, it sounds like it was like a, like a ghost dog, you know? And uh, oh. like a ghost wolf. Yeah. And the owner said they did see him in the house, which is really cool. You know, That's seeing a, cool. a spirit wolf. And and was what is Native Indiana? American land, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say, is it was was that place like on Native American land? Yeah, yeah, the whole that because whole you know the, area. the wolf is a very sacred animal too. Oh yeah, a lot of the Native American tribes. Yeah, yep. This was you a know? black wolf too. It was all black. Oh, which, she was gorgeous. What's what's totally cool is um, we're doing the house in Marietta right now, and the house is uh, built in 1754. Oh, uh, oh it's really house. It is gorgeous. I mean, I love the, all the stuff is uh, handcrafted by the Amish. Um, and uh, they see a black German shepherd in the house. And one of the former owners did have a black German shepherd. And the construction workers have seen it like three different times. And they've seen the Amish guy that lives in the house um, on three different separate uh, separate occasions. And they're like, dude, he's a big, big, burly guy, man. Like, Amish, bald head, big beard, no mustache. He's, he stands in that window right there. He said, you only see him for a brief few seconds. He said, but he's there, man. Like He's like staring down at you real ominous looking like, what the hell are you doing in my house? You know? And uh, what he's even, wondering. Yeah, and what's even cooler oh, is- Why we, are you messing up my house? <laughs> we heard a voice in the house and it said, Oust. And Oust means oh, out is, in, in German. Dutch. German. German. Yeah, oh, Dutch. Like, yeah, like a Dutch. They have broken yeah. German. Like Dutch is like broken German. And uh, yeah, it went, it, it, it's just a voice that's like, Oust. I'm like, what the hell was Oust mean? And I'm like, holy crap, that's German. Like, that's yeah, definitely it's, German. It's and, a nine. Uh, yeah, he said, get, like, get out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh wow, <laughs> dude! Like it's saying out, like get out, you know. And uh, we've experienced so much stuff in this house. We've investigated like three times, and uh, the stuff we've investigated, it's it's just been awesome. Every time we've went, it's just one of those places that you know you don't get this kind of stuff happens all the time, and to have it happen, it, it's pretty cool. Same with Kathy. I I I prefer to live in a haunted house. If it's haunted. Mm-hmm. I want that house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I try to tell my wife, but she doesn't want to move into a haunted house. <laughs> I'm like, I want to buy a haunted house. She's like, why the hell do you want to live in a haunted house? I'm like, I want to experience this shit all the time. Like, what the hell? Well, realistically, if a house is over 50 years old, odds are someone's died in it. Oh, or, well, yeah. You know, because like a lot of people think that ghosts only go places that, you know, they knew tragedy or whatever. No. Most of them, they go to places or spots that they knew the most happiness, love, or they're protecting, you know, yeah. the, the house and the fam- any families that live in that house. You yeah, know, like how how old is your house, Kim? It's not that old, is it? Um, it was built in nineteen fifty four. Fifty four. That's pretty old. I saw the original. Uh, Sixty seven years old. Yeah, I still got the original uh, metal cabinets in the kitchen. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, nineteen fifty four. The guy that built my house was a rock hound, and uh, on my on my property, I have endless supply 
of petrified wood and different kinds of ore and stuff. All oh, wow. oh, cool. That's freaking awesome. I got a pile in of, Montana. I got, probably two, I got probably two tons of it laying around my flagpole that came wow. out of the yard. Yeah, Montana is part, you know, I mean, yeah, you find a lot of agate in Montana, too. Don't well, they find all like kinds a lot of, of dinosaur stuff bones? out here, but yeah, they they, they yeah. find a lot of dinosaur bones out here. It's it's considered to be the dinosaur hot spot in North America, but wow. and I, I've been to places where guys have found them, and uh, in some of these ranches out here, they're are gigantic, you know, c- compared to most places, you know, seventy thousand acres ain't nothing to these people, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, they, they've had them in their families forever, and you you can and I I get access to a lot of them just because I do a lot of trapping, and uh, I get out there and find old homestead house areas that were around, and I found all kinds of different tools and stuff that I brought home and reconditioned back into a usable tool. You know, watch but, it. You might get a you might get a haunted object. <laughs> well. I haven't uh, yeah, yet, that's true. you know, <laughs> you know, get an uh, attachment got, to it. See, I, I, I've got tools here that were forged by a blacksmith because they have no trade names at all on them. Oh, wow. but they're very good tools and stuff. And it's like I was supposed to find this one, and I'll find it in the river bank or on the side of a of a coolie, which we call coolies. Over in the east, they call them gullies. Gullies, okay. yeah. We just don't have the trees around them, you know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's but, nothing. Well, there's trees in Montana. You find anything <laughs> out here if you look hard enough for it. Oh, yeah. So have you guys ever heard of the uh, the Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah. Yes. I've, oh, sorry. I, I got excited. That one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that place is freaking awesome. I'd love to go with that ranch but i heard of some pretty frightening experiences experiences on that ranch as well mm. well there with- armed guards see a lot of stuff out there and yeah uh, the guy who owns it now he's pretty much sealed off the ranch to anybody that's not in his uh group you might say of of investigators and stuff trying to figure out what it is because there's just been stuff going on there for years and it's changed hands what now three or four times. Yeah, now someone different ends people now. couldn't do nothing with it. Yeah, I think this um, guy's out there studying it. I think a real estate agent, a big real estate agent, owns it now. Um, yeah, but he he's also he also has his own group of investigators running around there trying to uh, find things and and watching orbs and stuff all over the place. And every now and then they get stuff in trail cams and, you know, and just all kinds of weird stuff happening out there. It's kind of like a, it's own little piece of something, you know, it's own little plot of land that only does this amount of stuff all the time. Crazy. Of course, nobody talks about that stuff ever. Hmm. Well, a lot of people don't talk about things like that, you know, because they don't want to be labeled as a nut. Yeah, yeah. Our exactly. society but, is programmed everybody to think that whatever it is, it's got to be bad. Yeah, yeah. But they, yet we're taught to believe certain spirits. Yeah, I mean, you know, just like Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoot's big out there. So 
Somebody dropped their phone. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Bigfoot's big out that way too. Out in the, in, you know, the, the West, the Midwest, uh, Pennsylvania, where we where we live, is uh, starting to get a lot of Bigfoot um, mm-hmm. um, encounters. So it's just so much stuff out here that we really don't understand. Um, there's like UF like. Like the Skinwalker Ranch, they're saying that that's a lot of uh, UFO things. Like they've seen crafts like just appear out of nowhere and yeah, and crush and crush livestock. Yeah, and cru- <laughs> yeah. they said that uh, uh, one came out of the sky and crushed their dogs or something like that and killed their dogs. The uh, original owners. So I mean, that's that's insane. You know, uh, 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 it's it's got to be some some sort of. Um, alien base or something the way the way it sounds and it's underneath of the uh the ground there that's what it's it sounding like there, there might even you know, be that or it's a portal place yeah it's yeah i was gonna say it could be that it's a portal place there i mean it's hard to say yeah, I because mean, they had a retired you know, colonel they had a, reti- a retired colonel that was investigating that place he was there for some time and he's seen uh this incredible bright light open up on the ranch and this cryptid, like half man, half wolf kind of thing, came out of the portal and ran off into the into the desert or the where they're at. Just ran off, yeah. yeah. Just, just just ran off into the mountainside, and uh, he's seen it. And he, this is a retired colonel. I mean, this guy is a legit person. He's not some wacko that's, you know trying to start a TV show, he was actually there documenting this phenomena and, you know, he has a lot of validity in what he says, you know, so that that's pretty awesome. We know, we know more about the moon than we know about Earth. Oh, hell yeah. We only know enough about Earth to get what resources we need. You know, they, they have no idea or well, they're like not what, telling us what is actually here. Yeah, it's been 10% explored. of the ocean. Yeah. Not yeah. a, not all the land's been explored either. Yeah. No. Yeah. I we think I read recently there. that only like like seventy five to eighty percent of the Earth is like still unexplored. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean we're we're finding new species all the time. Why why can't yeah. there be a oh, Bigfoot? Yeah. Why why can't is there it, be a Bigfoot? You know, I believe in Bigfoot. Oh my gosh, oh, I do without a doubt. Oh without yeah. It it's. I it, think it, it's just somebody walking around actually observing how we're screwing it up probably yeah i mean one uh, day one day it'll reach our leaders and tell them hey you know you guys have messed this up enough we're just going to get rid of all you and start over again because you know i've always said even since i've been a little kid in the 60s that this is nothing more than a petri dish and we're an experiment yeah, and now it's like coming it. to light that people are starting to say, "Yeah, this was an experiment as, at some point to see how far man would go." And you know, why are they looking for other planets and galaxies? Maybe because they've been told to get off. You know, yeah, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I mean, know? I know I seen a UFO when I was a young kid, and uh, oh yes, it, it, it was freaking amazing. I've never seen anything like that again i mean i've seen things that were weird up in the sky but the one thing i do know is i did see a ufo and that was freaking amazing i've never seen anything move that fast in my life 
Oh, God um, bless you. I never wanted to admit to anybody. I saw one, and it was, I'll never forget it for as long as I live. It was amazing. Where did you see it's, that at? In, in Pittsburgh. When I lived there, I was like wow. 16. I mean, like, that, that's just something that will I was. I was head. 15. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Weird. Crazy. Yeah. It was so was amazing. I actually, when I saw it, I was out in my yard just laying in the grass. My best friend and my mom were in bacon something. And they didn't know what went on. Like, I saw it, and I all they knew is I, I ran in the house, and I hid under the dining room table. Like, and I was like in the fetal position. <laughs> what, like, did, what did it look like? What did it look like to, when you seen it? it? It looked almost like a helicopter, but it didn't have any blades and it didn't have any skids and it was silent. Oh, it was like, uh, like, um, like a pill kind of shaped uh, aircraft. Yeah, it was so crazy. I, I didn't mean to get off topic, but no, no, was, this is all part of paranormal. So <laughs> yeah, I was just like, it was crazy. I'll never forget that. I mean, that's. I mean, how can anybody deny my fear when they found me under the dining room table? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, laying there. I've never seen anything since, but I actually well, a, was afraid I was going to be abducted for like years. <laughs> how, how how low was it? Was it really low or really high in the air? It was probably only about forty feet above me, wow. and they were actually, and they were actually, it came right across the neighbor's house, and they had a big pine tree, and it came over, and it literally like skimmed the top of the pine tree, wow. and like I could see it come over, and then real helicopters were chasing. I don't know if they were chasing it or what they were doing, but then like real helicopters were like right in pursuit behind it. Wow, that's awesome. That you know, that's weird. Is when I seen mine, it was above a big oak tree, a big oak tree that been there. It's still there right now, um, but mine, it, I didn't see it with an actual craft, but it was just really bright, like illuminating light that was pulsing. Wow! But it, when cool. it took off from a standstill, it went thousands of miles in less than a second. It was oh out my. of sight. Uh, Less than a second. Made no noise. It was a blue, bright, incandescent light that was kind of pulsing in and out like a heartbeat. That's crazy. This and when it, I'm glad I never, if I would have took my eye off of it for one second, I would have never seen the direction it went in or anything. Right. I, I would have totally just been like, where the hell did it go? But I didn't take my eye off of it. And when, it, when I went to tap my cousin, it just went. And it was gone. I'm like, holy shit. You know, I'm like, oh my God, dude, that was yeah. I'm like that 15 years old. So crazy. I'm, I'm almost 50 years old now. And it just it happened over 30 some years ago, you know, and I'm just like, wow. I just, to this day, I, I mean, I could take it to the exact spot I seen it, <sighs> where I was standing, all that. Like it, it's just it just amazes me to this day that I've seen it. Me Not many too. people get to see that, you know. Right, and it's just crazy how we both said <laughs> it was silent. Yeah. It was completely freaking silent. It made no noise. Nothing. And I, I, don't, and know I, how. I don't know how. Uh, somebody's uh, recorder got off there. Yeah. That just me. like. Yeah, it'll rip a little reverb. Yeah, it'll rip a little reverb out on you. Yeah, but that's no, just. That's not enough. Me. 
That's my issue. Oh, Lord. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing to see some of this stuff. And uh, I think I've actually been blessed with it, to be honest. Um, I think the same thing. I'm clapping. Yeah. I think I've been blessed. Some people think it's a curse, but I think I've actually been blessed with it. Uh, the, the amount of stuff that my, my wife thinks I'm totally nuts, but, you know. My whatever. gosh. That's my husband <laughs> right there. Too. Yeah, everybody thinks you're crazy when you experience something paranormal, you know, but it you know, you, you get hooked into it, you know. Um it, it's just something you can't explain. And once once you get the experience of it, it's just like you're hooked, you know. It's like an addiction. <laughs> it is, it really yeah, is. But it's like kind of crazy because like I'm sitting here now, I'm like, I don't want to hear nothing. But at the same time, if I heard something, I'd be like, yeah. You know, I'd be like high five in the air to nobody. <laughs> like, yeah. You, know, you, had, I, you have to remember, though, that only a certain amount of people will ever say that they've seen something until they've been either talked to at a calm voice, you know, say, hey, have you ever done this or seen that? Or they'll, or they'll, they'll just come out and start talking about it. Yeah. Yep. It's you see, my like, husband, he doesn't believe in spirits and stuff like that. And uh, this is when we first started dating. And my brother just, like, passed away. And Russ, before that, had never seen a picture of my brother. And he, he went downstairs one day and came right back up and he was grabbing his baseball bag. He goes, there's some big motherfucker in our house. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, Yeah. He was sitting at the bottom. He was standing at the bottom of the stairs, looked up at me and gave me a smart, I mean, just an asshole fucking smile. <laughs> and I'm all like, there's no way. There's no way anybody's in the house. Cause I, you know, I was last one up and I, I make, I made sure all the, you know, the doors and everything were locked. We went back downstairs and everything was locked up. There's nobody in the house. And mm-hmm. I'm all like, what? And so I had made him and stuff. And then like, Two weeks later, I was going through some pictures, and then Ross saw a picture of my brother. He goes, that was the motherfucker that was in my house. And I was like, what? <laughs> I said, there's oh no way, God. dude. And he goes, wow. yeah. He goes, I'm telling you, that was the guy at the bottom of the stairs. And I'm like, that's my brother. <sighs> wow, that's awesome, though. That's it's awesome. your brother protecting you. Yeah, he's still there for you, you know? Oh, I know that's he is. Cool. I swear, he's reincarnated in my dog. That's freaking awesome. I'll tell you, I've had a, I've had a, a, uh, couple instances of guardian angels okay, to give so you a little I. bit of background <laughs> i used to jump out of planes with the army for a living okay and a couple times i have hit aerosol so hard. yeah no what aerosol it was airborne airborne, airborne. 86 yeah, yeah at the 82nd that's my devastation in the hill <laughs> the aerosol lands in what they went off on we get off and jump out of the thing you know but the thing was i've i've hit the ground so damn hard a few times that i would wake up hours later wow it's like good grief you know and everybody's out there looking for me trying to find me and i'll be in a ravine or just flat out on the ground they just walk past me and stuff because most of our jumps were at night but i had one instance where i was actually had a malfunction and 
somebody hollered, I got you. And I will put it this way. I never found out who held on to my parachute and allowed me to hit the ground without getting killed. Wow. That's cool. That's crazy. They say that there's old paratroopers that jump with us to watch over us. And, you know, I know three people who actually talked to me about that one time and said, I've had the same thing happen before. And it's like, you know, maybe there is something to that. And that's when I started looking into things in the paranormal areas. I got a lot of interest in everything. So I research oh, crap awesome. out of anything and everything I can come up with. You sound like yeah. me. <laughs> to, to well, yeah, but see, here's here's the deal, though. Here here is the the monumental part of this. We've been programmed from the beginning of the time that there's only a good spirit and a bad spirit, and this is the spirit you're supposed to trust, and these are the spirits you're not supposed to trust. Yeah. Okay. Look at religion. You have oh, yeah. Arch, I was going to say, archangels. actually, Christianity is the one for that one. Yeah, well, definitely. that's because the Romans were the one that brought it out and made it into a religion. Before that, they were guys were running around trying to teach the word. But the the Roman Catholics basically surrounded the word and decided to make money off of it. Okay. Uh-huh. And now, and, and now they're you know, still doing say, it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're yes, still doing. It. Yes. They, they they've been doing it since they began. Okay, and certain things were held back from us because they would lose control if the word got out. You know, every one of these things that we're talking about right now were five, six hundred years ago. You would have been a heretic and burned it at the stake. Oh yeah, we'd be dead right now. We'd you be- know. Nailed it across. They don't want yeah. us. They don't want us to understand it because if we found out that there is a fourth, fifth, sixth, and so on dimensions, they would lose control of our thought. Because if you got the person by the hearts and minds, they'll follow, and that's what they've been doing to us. They've been making us follow along without any education in what is really there but what their agenda tells them they want us to understand Makes i mean sense to me. physics physics is only yeah. good for this planet physics on another planet may be completely different oh <laughs> you uh, know? Well, it definitely is because they have they have higher technology <laughs> mathematical system mathematical system the same way and why are we on a Gregorian calendar when we were on a Julian calendar? Because the I whole didn't know it changed. Go on to a Ju- uh, when did they get off of the Julian calendar? Well, here's the and thing, that too. may have caused us to lose 350 years. Well, here's the thing, time. too. You got, you got technology that happened thousands of years ago, like building the pyramids and uh, certain places yeah. where they're, they're cutting into stone with tools that really... We don't even have today to cut these to- these stones. We don't even have the technology today to cut these these stones. And that they did it with the Incas. Yeah, they that, did it that, thousands of years ago. So how the hell did they do it a thousand years ago, and we can't do it now? 
You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that doesn't even make sense. So we had to have help from somebody. So yeah, the engine- they also they've also said that we're only seven thousand years old. Okay, humanity's only seven thousand years old. However, you can find human remains that are millions of years old. They call them cavemen, but those cavemen yep. may have been smarter than we are now. There was definitely a technology smarter than us back then. I mean, look at the Colosseum they did, the, you know, in Rome that they built. I mean, that, that, I know that thing's humongous, man. That thing oh my, is oh my freaking God. awesome, you know. Sorry, look crazy at Machu lady, Picchu. you just gave him my earphone really loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. Take a look I at the, like, like startled me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> take a look yeah. at the at the monuments at the t- uh, take a look at the monuments and the and the the uh, towns that the Incas and the Mayans built. Oh yeah, they're did amazing. they really build them, or did they just happen to stumble across them and claim them? Yeah, I mean, and where did we don't the know. Ana- where did the Anastasi go? Because they disappeared. Oh. Yeah, the, supposedly the Anastasi uh, Indian tribe. They just up and left. Nobody knows what ever happened with them. Yeah, supposedly the Anunnaki. Um, they were like uh, supposedly aliens. So who the hell knows? <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But I, I'm not talking about the Anunnaki. I'm talking about the Anastasi. Oh, you're talking about the Anastasi. The yeah. ancient. The Indians called them the yeah. ancient ones. Yeah, yeah. They disappeared. Yeah, weren't they the ones that built the uh, their their homes in the side of the uh, the, the cliff? Caverns? Yeah, 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 cliff dwellers. Yeah, that that and and how the hell did they do that way back then? You know, like what tools did they have? Especially to do in that? a desert. Yeah, especially in a I mean, desert because it's mostly mud brick. <laughs> it, it makes no sense, you know. It makes no well, it's sense. like they said they not even today could they build the, the pyramids as precise as they're built. Yeah, I we mean, can't yeah. even build. We can't even build the structures in in South America or in China the same way as they exactly. did back then. Yeah, and you know what? Because in the hieroglyphics and stuff, there's like uh, pictures of yes, yep. yes, yep, like uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Mm-hmm. Some of his paintings, you know, like that one's got like a pit. And look how smart he was. Yeah, look huh. at Tesla. Tesla was very yep. smart. So and he was a Einstein. Yeah, I mean Tesla is. You know, they they said he was probably killed because of his intelligence, but yeah, who knows? You know, that's something you we'll never know. But uh, no, the guy it, was extremely intelligent beyond his years. The guy actually, the guy actually told Thomas Edison to direct energy of electricity would not work without alternating current. And what do we use today? Alternating yep. current. current. Yep. Yep. That, that's, you know, I mean, that's freaking amazing. So, there's you know? so much missing in our histories because history is only written by the victor, not by the, by the person who lost. Yep. 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 And that, if that's... they're drunk, they're dr- they're just writing stuff down. They <laughs> 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 all drink wine. Been God, there, done that. Right. <laughs> 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 oh damn! Well, it's that's a two-hour show tonight. Wow. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's awesome. I I love it. It's great. Um, thanks, thanks for everybody for coming on and uh, for coming in the chat and calling in. 
um, you guys come back next week. We're going to do another show uh, next week. So awesome. Uh, thank you guys for coming on, uh, uh, calling in. Um, that was great. I had a great time. I did too. Thank you so much for having me, John. And I'll be expecting my job application in the mail very soon. <laughs> Whenever you want to come back on, you can come back on and talk about anything. <laughs> yes. Anybody. I, I want everybody to call in, you know, get a chance to, to, to view their voice, you know. So get their voice out there and uh, and talk about paranormal things. If you want to talk about some paranormal things, let's talk about them. You know, that's, that's what I'm here for. I want to have some fun. Oh, I yeah. followed well, I was already following paranormal, paranormal dude, but I followed a raccoon. In. <laughs> What's your name again? I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. Uh, mine, John. Yep. I'm I'll John. ask you a million times. Yep, I'm John. Yep, I. Uh, I, I guess I have a paranormal group. I've been doing this for like 20 years, and uh, I had a show. Right I had a show uh, back in. About 15 years ago on Para X, um, it was the Paranormal Journal. I did it, and uh, I didn't like the way that Para X was going, so I got out of it, and I didn't do podcasting for. A, this is I'm just getting back into it, so uh, I'm glad people are coming on and listening because uh, without without listeners, the show ain't really anything. So you know, and, We're and in I a want special people, time. Yeah, I want people to interact with the show and uh, not just. You know, listen. I want you want to ask questions. Come on and call in and ask questions and interact. Oh, I'll ask. Trust me, be a, that be a part that's of the show. Awesome. You know what I mean? That's that's what the show is about is being a part of it. You know, so learning uh, and growing. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you guys called in. It's it's been an experience. Like Thanks it. for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Anytime. Nice meeting you, Raccoon, and the only crazy lady. Nice meeting and you, honey, honey. You ain't the only crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> the only one you need on your team. Yes, my girl, and I oh, I have man. to say before mm. I log off, Olivia is sleeping. My daughter is sleeping at her friend's house, and they're listening nice. to this. So oh, go awesome. to bed, baby. I love you. And Be good, I'm girls. Yeah. Be good, girls. <laughs> yeah, right. They're 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So oh, I love you all. Thank you. I had a great time. Awesome. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate you for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right. All right, Raccoon. I'll I'll get you off. I'll see you again. All right. Thank you for coming on, sir. I appreciate you coming on and talking. It was a pleasure. And come back anytime, interact with the show. I'd love to have you again. Right. Thank you. You got it. Have a good Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas, Merry Kim. Christmas all. I, I don't know how to hang up. <laughs> I got you. I'll take it for <laughs> Thank you. Merry Christmas. Right. We'll keep in touch. You Thank got you. It. See you, Kim. Yes, sir. Thank you. You got it. Well, that's a wrap, folks. Two-hour show tonight. I want to thank everybody that came on. Raccoon 6, the only crazy lady. The only crazy lady. You're not the only crazy lady out there. Kim's out here with us. She's the other crazy lady. (laughs) So thanks for coming on, everybody. All the listeners out there, thanks for listening. Uh, We will be doing a show next week at uh, next Thursday, 8 p.m. Nick will be back on the show with us, and we're going to be going into Urban Legends. And uh, 
uh, we're going to get into some really crazy stuff. He's digging up some stuff right now about it. Um, everybody have a Merry Christmas. Have a safe Christmas. Happy New Year. And I'll see you next Thursday, 8 p.m. Tune in. Good night, everybody. Here's the closer. Hope you like the music.